Hello darlings, Bunny Galore here, the queen of the cult movies, and welcome once more. You are checking in to the Horror Motel, the place you come to when you want something delicious and slightly naughty. And that's just my co-host, the wonderful Alison June Smith. Hello, Alison. <laughs> I love that you just call me delicious and naughty. In my mind, I was thinking of a bag of crisps, chips, but I was like, I was like, oh, I'm the bag of chips. I'm we the bag are, of chips. You are a bag of chips. Not, not as much better. Not that bag of chips. But uh, <laughs> I love you, bag of But yes, you are a delicious treat indeed. Oh, how are you, my angel? I'm good. Listen, we've had a bit of a... A bit of a thing happened, so uh, mm. I, I look. I try not to go on too much about it, but I own a dog. I have a dog named Bear. Yes. He is a Pomeranian. He's a beauty, everyone. He's a beauty. And we took him to our dog groomer, to have mm-hmm. him groomed. And I said politely, "Hey, let's just go a bit shorter. Just a bit <gasps> shorter. It's getting hotter." Right. And you're never supposed to really cut a Pomeranian short. I said, not a teddy bear cut, not a teddy no. bear cut, and left. Came back, full on teddy bear cut. <laughs> he has been cut so short. <laughs> I'm fuming oh, no. because you are no. never supposed to cut a Pomeranian like that. So if there's anyone out there who knows Pomeranian groomers in oh. Manchester, can you please let me know? Because my baby is so short haired now, and I'm oh, so sad. No. Oh, oh God! No. It's like it's it's worse. It is that feeling, you know, where you like you get a bad haircut yourself, and you're like, mm. oh God, oh God, how am I gonna? But when you've given one to your child, you just feel like a real. Does, I feel like I failed as a parent. Everyone does. Uh, is he is he confused by it? Is he kind of why 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 is why is my hair that short? Does he look bemused? You could certainly, he could certainly see him walking around, and he's like, "Oh, I've got far more of a gait in my stride now." <laughs> yeah. Like, because he had a great amount of hair, and now it is not that. Um, so, I mean, I'm hoping maybe for the summer it'll be good for him. But again, I know if there's any Pomeranian listeners, you don't have to say to me, "Never cut your your palm that way; it'll ruin their fur." I know. Uh, this is why nice. I'm panicking. Okay. So. Oh. Anyway, so I'm just being a bit of a worried Pomeranian mother right now oh. and, and taking care of my baby. I know. So what, so what is it? Some articles say they might get colder than usually. Right now he is curled up in the hoodie I left on the ground. <laughs> he is like curled up in my hoodie. Yeah. It's like 21 degrees, but still he's like, it's freezing. Oh. My poor little guy. Oh, no. I know, everyone. Yeah. I know. Not, I'm um, very upset. Um my friend has a golden doodle who is which is Ooh. kind of you know so quite quite hairy and uh he went, i think jasper did have quite a aggressive haircut a little while ago and <laughs> owen was not best pleased because <laughs> i thought <laughs> he suddenly looked like <laughs> it was like a teenager suddenly he just looked so much oh, sort of uh it's, it's it, i think it looked i think it looked okay but he would you know, he, he preferred him to be kind of not that short because i suppose it, just, and, it makes them look yeah. so different doesn't it it makes them look so 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 different yeah it really does oh my little babes but that's all right that's all right <sighs> How's your week been my love well good actually um yes i'm about to uh 
uh, house and more importantly, doggy sit myself for Remy, my f- uh, uh, French bulldog. So no problems there with it, with haircuts. But uh, so Remy is only about uh, six months, seven months old now. He's been, he's grown quite a lot. So he's he's Aiden and Roddy's uh, a dog, and he yeah he's they, they they kind of get Frenchies. They kind of get to the full size pretty quickly, and then they will. But they're still yeah. quite skinny, and then they will fill out. So he's kind of probably got to kind of the size he'll be now, and then he'll just go, poof, you know, he'll just bulk up. But uh, it's very exciting. I'm very, uh, very, very excited too because uh, I do love. I live vivaciously. I don't have a dog myself, gentle listeners, but I live vivaciously through my friends' dogs, so Jasper, uh, the Frenchies, uh, Dolly as well, obviously, and uh, and Remy now as well. So I love it. It's great. Aww. It means. But I'm a great uncle because it means you get to give them back at the end. <laughs> exactly, you get to be you get to be a, a doggy just babysitter for a little yeah. bit. Give them all the love. You're like, yeah, yeah you're like okay. the uncle that comes in and just gives them lots of treats and hugs, yeah, exactly. and then you're like, all of that. and I'm away for the rough stuff. See you yeah. later, yeah. my loves. Exactly. Yes, we were at a Aww. festival over this last weekend, and we just an Aiden was with us. And we were in the middle of nowhere. We were in Pembrokeshire in this gorgeous like countryside, but no signal. And as we left the Ugh. festival, uh, we were starting to get these frantic phone calls from uh, Roddy with about Remy that had had to go into emergency vets because of uh, breathing problems. He was fine, by the way. Uh, uh, spoilers. Um, but <laughs> it was be you know it's it's coming to that. Uh, it's, a, it's his first summer, so it's it's all the uh, hay fever stuff's happening. So if it's happening for the first time, yes. this is when you're going to discover problems, aren't you? Um, yeah. Yep. I have to say, even my hay fever seems to be kicking off. It take, I never get hay fever in London. Do you? Do you know why? Well, they thing? say, oh, yeah, I get hay fever. I take a hay fever tablet every day, everyone, just mm. because I have very bad allergies. But they're saying right now it's so bad they're calling it pollen bombs. There's <laughs> pollen bombs in the air. Yeah, I'm not even exaggerating. Is. That's yeah, they're calling it yeah. pollen bombs. So anyone who has hay fever, it's like boom, like the worst yeah. it's ever been. Yeah. I drove yeah. past. Uh, I was I was strangely I was driving past someone cutting the grass, um, uh, uh, as I was where I can't think where I was, but um, and I felt like suddenly this wave hit me, and I thought this must be bad because I'm I don't normally get it that. Uh, uh, out of London, yes, I do get it quite badly. In London, not so bad because it's. I think it must be the lack of you know greenery. But yeah, growing up, I used to have it really badly. And I, was, I never used to understand why. And then now I'm like, oh yeah, because uh, I'm around huge fields. You just don't. You just take those your, your local areas for granted, don't you? Kind of go, yeah, of course, yep. that's normal. Um, so I'm not quite sure what I'm al- exactly I'm allergic to, but just okay. I think I think it's th- what's that yellow grass stuff, the the rapeseed or that stuff. I think it's yeah, that. I think that's. I think well, it really that, needs a new name, doesn't yeah. it, everyone? Yeah. Um, yes, it does. <laughs> I keep thinking I'm saying it wrong. I'm going, like, is that what it's supposed to be? No, nope, um, you are saying it correct. It is mm, correct. I uh, um, did a double take myself the other day, going like, oh, I'm sure that's, uh, that's probably time to change <laughs> that. Should be called that. Else. They say if you if you were to buy some honey, this is what they say, mm-hmm. bunny. If you buy oh. honey. Oh, organic honey from yes. uh, what is it a hundred miles within your area and yes. you put that in your food or in your coffee or for your drinks you are actually exposing yourself to local pollens and they say that if you do that enough then you shouldn't be allergic anymore it's oh, supposed to help yeah. with allergies I mean I this is what that. they say yeah 
I yeah. have heard that. I think probably uh, Honey from Catford. Uh, it's probably it's quite <laughs> a rare thing. But if you're not in in a big city like with Manchester or, or or London or wherever, if you're if you're a bit more of a townie or a countryside person, then I say try that out. I, I I've heard that. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. think I'd, I don't think I could source honey locally quite easily here, but um, but it's worth a try. Interesting, isn't it? Give it a go, everyone. Really it's one of those natural yeah, remedies, remedies, apparently. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a really yeah. good idea. It's like a using um, vinegar, isn't it, to clean white vinegar to clean things, which it it does work. It it's does those, work again. Again, a sign of age. <laughs> we can start trying these things. Out. <laughs> like we're talking about cleaning tips. Also, if you get some lemon in there, that really exactly. helps. I find. And use newspaper. They say when you're cleaning a mirror, use newspaper. Oh yes, um, yes, newspaper. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's a. Re- oh, actually, that's a really good idea. I need to clean my bathroom mirror. I was going. Yeah, uh, I put yeah. some. This is sign sign of something as well. My my fridge was smelling funny for some reason. I cleaned everything out. I thought there's nothing in here that I don't think that needs to be cleaned out. So I got some soda, crystal soda, and put some lemon juice in it to to kind of soak in the smells. I have no idea why I have that in my head that was a good idea, but obviously somewhere along the line someone's told me this old wife's tale of of that. And I always go, yes, okay, blah, blah, blah. Um, So... Some of those wives' tales are real, everyone. Some yes, wives' tales are real. That's true. So, uh, t- to bring in this movie that I was going to bring to the horror motel this week, talking of wives' mm-hmm. tale, is like uh, always uh, is the fear of the wa- with Jaws. It's the fear of the water. With this yeah. movie, it's the fear of what's underneath. So, <laughs> so uh, it is the 1990 movies Tremors. Yes, which, oh, yes! I love this film so much. So, um, it is literally the the uh, the ultimate version of Floor is Lava. So it's like, quick, get off the floor. Um, and I think that's probably where the idea came from uh, with Ron Underwood, the, the director. He, uh, although he didn't write it, he, it was that thing of what would. I think he was on a big. I think he was telling a story. He was on a big boulder or in, in, on a rock, and he went like, "Well, what would happen if I couldn't get back on? What was something underground that I couldn't touch the floor again?" And I think that's. And it literally is that childhood thing of jump on the sofa, isn't it? Um, hot lava, a, yeah. Hot where you lava, don't don't yeah. touch it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it called something else in Canada? We call it floor is lava here. Is it we, still? Uh, is God, it I think we just call it. Hot lava, or the floor hot is lava. lava. No, I don't know if there's an actual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, no, I just remember just playing said, it. Yeah, yeah. When you just said yeah. hot lava, there. Oh, that is it called something different over there? Uh, there's actually a TV show. Uh, I'm sure it's on Netflix called uh, like the floor is lava, whatever the American version is, uh, where it is kind of a CGI advert. You know, it's like a game show, but it's it's they have to jump around, but they've kind of put the lava in with CGI. I think. Um, that's that's great fun. So it's a 1990 movie. It does feel quite 80s. Uh, I love this film. I think it's one of the perfect script and perfect direction and perfect cast for kind of a small scale movie. I think it's made for I think it's made for ten million. I think uh, it didn't make yeah. a huge amount at the box office. I think it only made about mm, I think it's sixteen million. Uh, and it's but 
the biggest thing about it is what happened afterwards. So I begin to wonder when you read these box office numbers, that's one thing. You can make a lot more money on VHS uh, rentals uh, for all this era of movies. And when we were talking about Dust Dawn last week, that was very much like that. And so was uh, Species and Showgirls massively in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Twister, I think, was massive on that. Uh, species, I think, was best. So things that particularly weren't that though the, those movies are later on in the nineties, so like post ninety five. But this is nineteen ninety. So this, I think, just became a staple uh, for so long because it's just a great, fun, glorious movie. It's a little bit oh, cottage so. under siege. Yeah. It's a little bit like Night of the Living Dead. Uh, and the fact it's a small group of people in a... Um, I'd forgotten rewatching it. Actually, the road gets taken out, so they can't get out of the town uh, very quickly. Uh, and they're just trapped there with these... Uh, strange, a bit like Jaws. You know, you see the first person disappear underneath the earth. So, and you get a, a little reveal of these kind of little snake creatures coming out of the next one. And then I think later on when the two leads, which of course is Kevin Bacon... Uh, and oh god, what's his name? The uh, the uh, he's it, Fred Ward. He's in Big yes. Business. Funny enough, ah uh, yeah, for some reason I really know him in that Lily Tomlin Bette Midler movie, Big Business. Um, uh, he's yes. probably in loads of other things, but from in uh, that was I think that's eighty nine. So this that's a year before this. I only know him from those two movies. Isn't that strange? But they make such Ooh. a great make a great duo. Those two, um, they you know they play it very. It's written very middle America. But I think the cast uh, really uh, raise it up to be kind of quite, quite real. They're just really likable, everybody. So you're rooting for everybody. So if, when everyone starts being in jeopardy, once you see the reveal of this big, actual kind of slug-like creature, I guess, burrowing slug. Um, yeah. Uh, the creature effects are, are really well done for the time. I think they stand. I think it pretty much stands up still. I see. A, I saw a little bit where the, maybe the you can see the. It's obviously a, a hole that's been boarded up with sand on top of it that vibrates slightly when the actors run across it because <laughs> there's about to be an explosion come up. But I was thinking, yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's you know, it's okay. Uh, but I think it's you know, brilliantly shot for not a lot of money for ten million. Um, do you remember where you first saw it, Alison? Yeah, I absolutely do. So Tremors has been a part of my life for a really long time. So I remember it was one of the ones that my sister, look, it was one of my sister's like ultimate favorite movies. She, like I watched Heathers a lot growing up. Heathers was the movie that if I was sick, my parents would go out and get me chicken noodle soup and come home and be like, here, we rented you Heathers. My sister's was Tremors. So I had watched Uh. this movie or snippets of this movie or parts of this movie. Um, It was rented, rented, rented. Then we bought the VHS. So it was one of the movies Mm. that we had downstairs with like Sleepaway Camp, Tremors, Nightmare (laughs) on Elm Street. Like it was Tremors has... Yeah, 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 yeah. An interesting mix. Uh, Tremors has been a part of my life for so long. So we rented it. I was watching it in my basement. To me, this just like, it encapsulates my my young preteen years. Mm. Like this was the movie that I watched. Looking at it and seeing it now, it was, it's interesting to me because what I realized about this movie, and I think why it was so family oriented for a horror movie if I may say because mm, even no, when you is. watch it no, now it has I think that's why it's so there's well only 
one F-bomb in it, maybe yeah. a shit. It's yeah. very low, bad language. There's not a lot of blood and gore. It's yeah. about like slug-like monsters that are called, what are they called? Graboids. That's what That's they call them. That's right, yes. Graboids. But what I loved particularly about this movie is the cast is just full of real people. Yeah. Uh, the biggest heartthrob, like the prettiest person in the movie is Kevin Bacon. Oh, uh, no. Kevin Bacon is probably the prettiest person in this movie. So what I loved, I think, not even realizing it now, was there was no, like, sexy lead. The no. girl in it is like a scientist character. And yeah. she, it's not like she was a pretty girl that they're like, put glasses on her and she's a scientist. She's a pretty girl, but yeah. she was not your stereotypical Hollywood she's bombshell. Not, no, she's not uber, uber glamorous, is she? She's kind of like... yeah. It's not like so Bridget. No it's not like Bridget Fonda in Lake Placid, where she's kind of in like, Lake Placid, um, which I love her, but it, she's like, mm, of course, are you a scientist? Um, you're uh, still Bridget Fonda. Yeah, you're still Bridget. So Fonda, this yeah. movie has no like sexual undertones to it, yeah. and there's no like, and, and everyone is just a real person. Yeah, they've re- um, it's not like that. It's not overly wholesome. Like it's not like it's like a Disney. Um, no, it's no, movie, which is which obviously I love as well, but like it's not. They just feel very um, real. They feel very likable and relatable. Relatable. There we go. That's a good word, isn't it? Yeah. Awesome. Relatable. Yeah. Very relatable. And yeah, real. I'd never. I, weirdly, watching this time, I was watching one of the do- uh, document. I had no that, no idea that was Rita McIntyre. Uh, Reba, Reba McIntyre. Like, Reba McIntyre even- sorry. Yeah. Do you even know who Reba McIntyre is? Only lately. Only lately wow. I've kind of come across wow. her more. I didn't really... I, obviously, when I saw the movie, I had no idea. I think I kind of went, oh, she looks like somebody. But um, but sure. I didn't know who that was. She wasn't like kind of one of those... It's not like, not like Dolly Parton walking into me. Uh, in yeah. the UK, I don't think we know her as well, unless you know country music really well. Yeah. Uh, and I've kind of known more because of like drag queens like doing like her, her numbers and dressing up as her. And I was like, oh, yes. that's who that is. Yeah. And then watching yeah. this, I, but I didn't clock it was her rewatching. It was when I was watching the uh, interview with um, the director afterwards. I went, I had no idea that was her. No idea. Yeah. yeah. And so Reba, this is, this is interesting when we see the differences in country countries and, mm. and who knows who. Yeah. Like this is always interesting to me yeah, because yeah, Reba McIntyre, if you're a North American, you know, because she is one of the all-time country queens. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's Reba fucking McIntyre. Everyone knows who she is. But a lot of people over here know because country's not, not really. a big thing. So this was no. Reba's first acting role. Also, did you know who Michael Gross, uh, the gentleman, Burt Gummer, so the person who was Reba's husband, yes. they are both like, I guess you would say preppers now. They're like... You know, prepping for like the end of the world or war. You know, yes. they had moved out to a bunker. Yes, yeah. prepper. Yes, they are, aren't they? They're very. That's where the analogy of. Well, weirdly, the at the time you would think those at the when I first saw this, which is I guess around nineteen ninety one, I guess nineteen ninety. Um, yeah, you would think they were quite lunatics in post Trump. <laughs> now we're like they seem normal. This seems Those like are regular Americans. That's regular <laughs> Americans, yeah. So uh, it suddenly now doesn't seem as lunatic as it seemed back then. I do know him, but I can't remember where. I I, I probably I knew him more than her, I think, even back then. Uh, I can't yeah. actually remember what else he's done. So he is, again, 
this is the difference between countries. So mm. Michael Gross was uh, the dad on a very popular American show called Family Ties. Oh, and, yes. And so yes, he, yes, for yes, him yes. to go from Family Ties to this was mm. like fascinating right because this is very far from the character that he was because he was the loving supportive dad mm. and very you know and mm. so he went from this to like gun toting like you know survivalist basically yes. in this character but so to have Kevin Bacon Reba McIntyre yeah. and Michael Gross I mean those were three yeah. very big people kind of at that yeah, time yeah. but they they weren't as big as they became but they were just no, on the cusp they were kind and of so, the cusp yeah they were kind of early yeah well Family Ties isn't Family Ties the one with Michael J. Fox is that Family Ties yes it is yes. he plays Michael P. Yeah. Keaton yeah, yeah. Alex I, P. Keaton is his character I yeah. don't think it was shown as as much over it. I think it possibly was no. shown I don't think they did the entire run of it over here. I think they might have done it for a couple of seasons, perhaps on Channel 4 or something. Um, but it wasn't as mainstreamed as it is. But I was aware of Family Ties more because of Michael J. Fox when he was cast in Back to the Future than I am because yes. I watched Family Ties growing up. It just wasn't shown. It's like The Nanny. The Nanny, I've kind of I've watched more made an effort to watch that in the last couple of years because that was never really shown here either. But I'm culturally yeah. quite aware of that because it has, I think it's very popular with the gay community. But I've had Brand to go... Brian Drescher. And, she, yeah, she's, yeah. yeah. I've had to go and hunt that down in the last... Well, actually, the last year. Uh, but there's some shows that we were... Things like um, Alice, which is the one set in the diner, uh, based on the movie Alice oh, yeah, anymore. Yeah. But because that was that was for some reason shown at in the what was became the neighbours slot, which is at like five thirty on a weekday, Monday to Friday. I think Channel Four showed that religiously for like ages. They you know, they would just loop it around. So as growing up in the mid eighties you saw Alice after you watched kids T V. Um Gotcha. So we know that more and we know uh, Harold Lloyd was shown a lot on BBC Two in that same slot rather than well a little bit of um, Lauren Hardy but more than Charlie Chaplin to a certain era Harold Lloyd is much more sentimental over here isn't it weird so we get it's these American shows but we only we, we get we get exposed to something obviously they were on, <laughs> on loop like Logan's Run the TV show was shown over here and it was quite a big thing over here and it only ran for one season probably forgotten about quite quickly in America again sentimentality over here it was up there with Incredible Hulk and Wonder Woman because it was shown and kind wow. of pushed pushed more over here and Planted the Apes the TV show it's kind of it's funny isn't it um, so we get exposed to some things and then there's other things we just don't we, you know I always, I always say yeah. Friends and Frasier and Will and Grace are the best uh, American sitcoms but we think that's a standard because we don't see the seven thousand other sitcoms that you know. <laughs> That are terrible. That over there, came through. You know? Yeah, yeah. So we kind of <laughs> exactly we'd have we'd have Roseanne and we'd have Will and Grace and Fraser and Friends and uh, but the but not all the other <laughs> generic rubbish that they that, that you get over there. It's funny, isn't it? So there's some shows. That, it is family, interesting. Yeah, Family Ties, not so much, not so much. Okay. Well, mm. Michael Gross was the dad, so he was a big mm. one, and this was interesting for people to see him go from being the dad to, to this, which yes. was very interesting. Very interesting. Did you know, also, I have an interesting fact. Uh, the in, Do you know what the original name of Tremors was supposed to be? Oh, it had a different I forgot. name. I did, it did. I forgot the name of it. 
What was it? It what was, was supposed it to be called Land Sharks. That's it. Yes. Land, Land Sharks. Shark, yes. However, Saturday Night Live <laughs> had a skit already uh, with a character uh, called Land Shark, uh, and so they had to change the title of the movie. Right. Thus, Tremors. Right. Which uh, I personally love Tremors more. I think Tremors. I think Tremors is a great. It, yeah, it kind of doesn't give i mean land sharks would uh, would make it a bit more hokey i think it would make it sound a bit more yeah. b movie intentionally intentionally b movieish uh where yeah. the uh tremors makes it intriguing but it doesn't tell you exactly what it is so i think it's still a big surprise when you see the full creature yes um because originally you just see the kind of almost like the tongue bits aren't they they're kind of like the uh uh, a bit the like little, on, the little yeah, guys, the little the, heads that are, yeah, yeah, little head things. When the uh, when the first person, well, the first person disappears just straight into the earth. So the, the second attack, which is on the, I think if I got this right, the husband and wife, and the car gets sucked into the earth, uh, but you don't see the full creature. I don't think you uh, see it until the two boys have a confrontation with it. Once they've kind of um, had that first confrontation, then you then you're where it's this big kind of like. I don't yeah. Know how to describe it really like a, yeah. Uh, well, I suppose shark-like in a way, isn't it? It kind of is like a yeah a slug shark type of hybrid, um, and then it's it, it kind of escalated quicker than I remember in the movie because I've forgotten. It's just a really tight film, isn't it? It's just really well constructed film that they then so go. They're all like going, these. I think attacks the shop, and then they go quick. Everybody, you know, in this little town, and they were all on top. They're all separated slightly, so they're all on different tops, and you know, and then they realise it can't see. So the um, it's going by vibrations. I think hence the title of Tremors. So um, they have to, you know, it's that playing. Um, what's the time, Mister Wolf? Um, the uh, where you have to stand still. Uh, and be oh quiet. yeah, well, yes, well, yeah. you can't move; otherwise, can't they'll move. hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hear it, so. which, which is great. <laughs> they only ever made one full uh, graboid as well. Did you know that for the full film, they oh, only really? ever made one? Oh yes, yeah, As, only yeah, ever made one. And then little snippets see, for the you, other parts. Yeah. You don't, you don't really see no. more than one at a time. The only time I remember being a bit confused with this was like, how do they know it's there's only is it three of them? Is it, is it three of the creatures? Uh, how do they know there's only three? <laughs> that was a bit... Ah, because, uh, well, they remember. assume there's only three because of her seismic readings. So the scientist uh, oh. girl who was out there, she said, there was vibrations here at my one machine, but then at simultaneously uh, there were vibrations over at this. And so she basically, in a nerdy science right. way, figures out, th- there must be three. And it's like a pretty quick figuring out. But, you know, that's... Since there's yeah. a number of sequels, I'm guessing... That they were there wasn't just three. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Later on, we find out there was a lot more. more. Yeah. Uh, but I and I love the fact that it doesn't seem to have, um, you know, just start. It, it, sometimes it's like the birds, isn't it? It just starts for no reason, and it's it's it starts attacking the town again, like the, like the birds. Uh, it <laughs> just it's delicious. I think it's one of those films that I just have such glorious memories of I can't remember when mm-hmm. I first saw it but I remember it must have been in the early 90s and it's pre going away to college and then when I was at college I think we kind of realised that oh you know you start going oh I love that movie too oh no I love that film too and it kind of grew yeah. from there 
and it became so it literally is the little train that could it became much much more successful than i think uh, in the long term and it's still very yeah. much it, i think it's it still turns up in everybody's you know top 20 favorite horror movies i do i think it's a horror movie that's the point do you think it's a horror film Alison? It's a monster movie. Monster. Okay, it's yes, definitely yes, a monster movie, yes. and I believe that monster movies fall into the category mm, of horror. Yeah. Therefore, I put in. Do I think it's a horror comedy? Absolutely. Mm, do I yes. think it airs more on the side of comedy than scary? Yes. 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 Definitely. Would I even put it under thriller suspense? Yes. Mm, yeah. But because it is a monster based movie, mm. I do go it's mm. a horror movie. Yeah. Yes, it's that, like that's what yeah. I think. Because if you it's it's like King Kong or Godzilla uh or Jaws, you know, Jaw, uh, what where would you put them? And they are kind of horror, but you're right, monster horror than out and yep. out horror. Um and yes. I think you're right. I agree that's why I think it's so it became a bit like the movie you rent for kids or teenagers uh that they want something a bit fun and not scary but not too scary. Uh yeah. it's yeah. perfect for that. Perfect for that because yeah. it, because it's a it's an unreal it's not like a shark where it's you know, sharks are real. Um, as far as we know, the raboids aren't real. <laughs> as far as we know, as everyone. As far as we know, far as we know. Um, I'm kind of amazed. I can't remember. I've heard any rumors about remaking it. I don't think they've had any. I've never heard any rumors no. about remaking it. Not um, for a while, anyway. Not for a long time. It's. It probably I mean, back- it would be interesting. To yeah. see what they would do, but again, I think the whole thing with this movie was the was the the relationships between the cast mm. and the way they set it up, and I just don't think this movie needs to be remade. It, no, is my I don't because even yeah. watching it, I was like, it's timeless. I think it's yeah. timeless a yeah. little bit. And even, in what I, it is, I think I've seen the sequels, and I, I or the sequel, I can't remember how many there are, but I, I, it wasn't as good. And I was thinking, mm, yeah, it is kind no. of. It is very much this. Oh, and I forgot the the little girl from Jurassic Park is in it, and I had no. It's funny, isn't it? How I've obviously watched it before Jurassic Park. And oh my god, it didn't even dawn on me that's that's who that is. That's, yeah, wow. she's just yeah, she's. I just went. I'm not going crazy. I'm sure I looked this up because she. I did look this up. I did have a double check because I was like, am I going mad? Um, because it must be very close to Jurassic Park. I guess Jurassic Park's like ninety. Early ninety three over here, and I think it's probably filmed in ninety two, isn't it? But it might have been filmed for quite yeah. a while, because that is obviously a bigger, bigger, bigger film. So maybe it was shot earlier than that. Yes, I think I'm sure. Yeah, I was quite surprised. I had no idea it was her. Um, isn't that interesting? Everybody's so lovely in it. Uh, I, yeah, I really, I enjoyed it even more this this time round because I hadn't watched it for a while. Me too. And me too. Just so much fun and just. Uh, I think perhaps it probably does feel a bit more eighties than it does nineties, uh, but I think that's in a good way because it doesn't really—it's still in a blockbustery, uh, fun, positive way. I think if it was made a bit later, it probably would have got a bit more, you know, um, felt there would be more levels to it. Where perhaps I don't think you need uh, to explain things too much. I don't think you need to have like a uh, you know uh, an anti-hero in the lead I like the fact that they're quite clean cut and they're quite yeah. positive characters and that makes sense 
you know what I mean. Yes. So yes. yeah, I think it's yeah. it, so it must be the perfect storm of the a great script, great cast, great direction, great effects, which I think stand up really yep. well, and at the perfect time. And I think it was a bit of a slow burner because I guess it wasn't a big advertising campaign. Uh, and once people clocked what it was like it kind of got bigger and bigger and big you know bigger a bit like hocus pocus does in 93 you know i was a massive bet midler fan but even i did watch hocus pocus when it came out because i believed the reviews i don't think not that i'm saying tremors got bad reviews but that grew more and more and more and more with uh you know particularly with uh repeats on tv and i think in america tremors has shown a lot on tv I think it was shown a lot on here as well. It, it, it always seemed to be on ITV for a very long time. So it's it, always one of those late night movie classics yeah, that they throw on, is. throw on Tremors, throw on Tremors. Mm. Um, to date, Kevin Bacon claims that Tremors was still the most fun he ever had on a movie set. Oh, Isn't that nice to not, hear yeah. as well? That's glorious. I'm like, oh, to hear. for Kevin Bacon to say that, he was like, yeah, still to this day, uh, best best time I ever had on a movie set. I think, too, what makes this movie so, um, I don't know, just likable. I'm just going to say likable. Is that, look, we've been exposed to so many different types of movies and so many different types of horrors and and Mm. twists and turns. What I loved about this movie is it's what it says it is on the tin. And when you go through the script, it's like, here's the beginning. Oh, look at there's some tremors. Here's a scientist that yeah. introduces us to why that might be. Then we see them. It is such a classic traditional yeah. movie with like beginning, middle, end. Yes. People come together, they win. It even ends with a kiss. At the the last shot yes, is Kevin Bacon and the scientist woman yeah. having their first yeah. kiss. So to me I'm like this could not get any more traditional Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, monster film if it tried and I yeah. think that's what I love about it yeah. we're so used to being challenged and all these twists mm. and all these weird but this one it just was like a good old it's like you know when you have a, a delightful ham and cheese sandwich and you're like it's just a ham and cheese <laughs> but god a good old traditional good, yes. ham and cheese oh and sometimes cheese it's sandwich, just yeah. what you need yeah yeah, yeah. And that's what I feel from this movie. It is the mm. best ham and cheese sandwich you're going to get, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that's a that's what I loved about Tremors. It. And it's so weird. I actually yeah. had a ham and cheese sandwich when I came home last night, weirdly, because I'm really craving. <laughs> that's so strange you say that. Um, uh, funny you should say about the kiss as well, because I was a bit like, oh, I forgot the kiss at the end. But it's yeah. the way it's done, it feels not contrived it actually feels quite natural I think because he's kind of like oh as if she's going to go for someone like me uh, and then kind of is brave enough to do it so it, it, it's in quite a and she's quite receptive to the idea it, it felt in a completely natural way it didn't feel creepy or, or, or like tacked on at all I was like yeah. oh that feels quite just a nice way to end the movie and it's just it, it's just a perfect little full stop to it now, Alison, yeah. I have a confession. I am remembering a movie, and I meant to look up the title of it. It's bucking the life at me. So there is a movie a little bit similar than this, I think, in, but it's a bit much more B-movies in the late 70s. So it's probably post-Jaws, and I only discovered it. I think I might have discovered it after Tremors, but it's it's filmed uh, in late 70s. I would say about 79, 80. And it's, uh, it's kind of creatures under the sand on a beach. So it's very similar, oh, wow. similar, similar thing, similar creature as well. Uh, and 
Actually, it's a really fun movie, but I cannot remember the title of the movie for the life of me. So, listeners, if you want to remind me of this, or maybe I'll, I'll have, have a Google search. But uh, So, I'm not saying Tremors is based on that, but it's, it's an idea that's been used before. But I think, even though that is great fun, the film that I forgot the title of. Um, uh, I think I found it. Oh, I, was... I found it already. Oh, my goodness, I might was... be wrong, but is is it called The Sand? I is think it that called is, the yes, sand? The Sand. I think it is because they end up on a. Um, they end up the creature is uh, underneath the pier, I think, um, and it is a really fun film. Uh, let me just look it up. So, is it The Sand? Is nineteen? 19- it may not be The Sand. Sand. It might have come out a bit later. That's so interesting because I was even thinking to myself the other day, I was like, and I love this movie too because I've never heard the concept of like a monster under the ground. But there uh, is a movie out there. Uh, it is it, certainly a yeah, sand monster film. Might uh, be I mean, a little too, too. That, I think Sorry, this, listeners, we should probably do the full research of some of these things ahead of time. <laughs> exactly. But you know, this is, it's you this, get the real. Yeah, this is the real. <laughs> this is the right real. Now. We're doing it in real time. What's it's, that it's, movie called? What is What's that movie? It? I think The Sand is, no, the Sand is a later movie, I think. Sand is a later um, movie, yeah. It's probably called Under, I think it's probably like Under, under the Sand or something, or Under under the Beach. Uh I will right okay there we go I'll, I, let's I will find it and then in another episode we will bring it come up come back to yeah. it I'm now beginning to wonder if I've imagined did I dream that because it does a very similar thing to you know this talking of structure because we're saying about in yeah. in because this is a similar structure to Jaws so the first person disappears by themselves doesn't it and then the second one is like yeah. a two-person attack and then the third time it's the big group attack so it has that similar thing i think it's someone walking along the beach and they kind of literally just start you know getting into almost like quicksand and you know dog comes on and starts barking at you know this empty um the the hole, hole in the sand. that's in the yeah. Sa- yeah 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 and i think even at the end of it it does that um uh you can see you know the the creature's been killed, but the end of this movie, the, uh, the there's a there's a hole starts appearing. You know, like they pulled, uh, the, there's a like someone's pulling the sand down. So just to, to hint at the fact, oh, there's there's still one out there. Um, so I think it is. I will have to look that up because it is a delicious, fun movie. Uh, if you haven't seen Tremors, it listeners, uh, well. I mean, where have you been? But uh, you're in for a treat because it's a roller coaster of a fun movie. Oh, it's a good point. A roller coaster. There we go. It's a roller coaster, which means you have a thrills, you have laughs, you have excitement. It, it really is that. I cannot recommend it highly enough. So, Alison, yeah. the big question. Where in the horror motel would you put the movie Tremors? Well, this was an interesting one, and, and I was thinking about it. I was like, where where in the hotel would I put this? And then I realized, I forgot that uh, on, on the grounds of the hotel, mm-hmm. um, we actually have a, a bunker that, that we uh, don't use for anything. Look, it's an old bomb shelter bunk- bunker that came with the grounds. Uh, you know, it's, it's steel and force. We've got cement all around it. I thought, you know what? I think what better place to check in tremors 
than in the the bunker that we got out in the abandoned field behind the hotel. Remember? Because, look, we talked about it ages ago. We got that bunker. What are we going to do with it? And we literally forgotten about it because it's, but it's still in force. There's cement there. And I just thought, you know what? It's probably the safest place to put tremors because we can keep it contained in the bunker out in the back field. So I am checking tremors into the back bunker. Everyone is what I'm doing. Our, our abandoned bomb shelter is where we are putting tremors. <laughs> I love that. That's a perfect. Thank the you. Perfect place for it. That will keep them. That will keep them underground and quite happy there. Uh, yeah. We should re- yeah. replenish our. Um, well, we should start using that as the uh, as the bomb shelter. The way things are going in the world. Um, we, but, I uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You might need it. Uh, we need to stock up some uh, cans of soup. Um, so, yeah, that's the perfect place, I think. To Thank it. you. <laughs> You'll be amazed. Listeners, every week you're like, how big are the grounds in the motel? Well, you know, we're still learning about this motel every yeah. week, everyone. Yeah, we're still exactly. learning. Uh, so, yeah, I thought I thought that's where I'm putting it. Far away from everyone. It's secured. They'll be yes. comfortable underground. Boom. Tremors. Back bunker. Yeah. <laughs> The perfect place, and I think having having said that, I would uh, put a caveat on this. I would say I'd like uh, Kevin Bacon to be in the honeymoon suite with me. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I I just love Kevin Bacon, and why I love him more than anything else is because he knows he is in so many films and so many of these cult movies, and he is so. Uh, up for that even though he parodies himself in Will and Grace doesn't he uh, uh, with yep. um, with like uh, what's your favourite Kevin Bacon movie uh, and he talks about himself in the first person it's just hysterical with Jack on Will and Grace it's just brilliant I must I'm going to hunt down that episode actually and watch it later uh, it, I, I adore him he, he's, he's, he's just always consistently you know great in everything uh, whether he's playing the baddie or the or, or a good deal, I love him in Hollow Man. Really, Hollow Man's such a trashy movie, but he he just mm. literally saves that uh, that movie. But you know, a remake of The Invisible Man, and um, yeah, he's just great and everything. And, and the fact we're now getting him on these uh, phone adverts in, in the in the two thousand. I was going to say that Kevin Bacon has UK. history for all you young listeners before yeah. he became. Telus.net or whatever the heck yeah. phone company is representing. Uh, he, he was an actor and we loved him and he was in Footloose. And yes, yes is, of course, Footloose, yes. Yeah. And he Aww. is forever going to be our, our Kevin Bacon. Seven, what is it, yeah. six degrees of separation from Kevin? Yeah, Isn't that Bacon, one of the yeah. one, Kevin Bacon? It's, it's, yes, like Kevin. Game. Yeah. Because yeah. he has worked with everybody. I he's think, wonderful. He? Yeah, he's, he's a joy. Yeah, I think so. so. So yes. I'm, I, I I put in a personal request that he's going to be in the honeymoon suite. That would be lovely. Thank you very much. <laughs> Done. Done. He's up there with Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is indeed. Yeah. Well, yeah. my... My darling listeners, so if you if you want to follow us on Patreon, you can go to uh, Patreon slash Horror Motel. Uh, if you want to find us on our socials, you can find us at, at the Horror Motel on Instagram, and also my Instagram is the Real Bunny Glow, and Allison's is I can never remember your Instagram, Allison. It's, it's fine. It's Allison A L L Y S O N J Smith is what Jeez, I am on Instagram. Right, so right, exactly. yeah, Alison J. Smith. Or, or you can find us on Twitter uh, and or just go to our socials and say hello. Uh, we'll be back with more at the Horror Motel next time. I can't wait for whatever Alison's going to be bringing. What delicious slice 
of uh, of naughtiness that she'll be bringing to the Horror Motel next time. Until then, it's goodbye from Bunny Galore. And goodbye from me, Alison June Smith.